0: Life is hard when you don't know who you are. It's harder when you don't know what you are. My love carries a death sentence. I was lost for years, searching while hiding, only to find that I belong to a world hidden from humans. I won't hide anymore. I will live the life I choose.
1: Uh, You're listening to Episode 16 of Fatalists podcast devoted to showcase network supernatural series lost girl now also appearing on sci-fi he's wayne and i'm dave i am wayne and that is dave all right and uh it's
0: been 10 days um yeah we're we're getting a little slackish in there the orioles are doing really well uh we're staying up late a lot because a lot of extra inning games but uh yeah. Life is getting in the way. Life is getting in the way a little bit. So uh, we'll try to push life away and uh, and devote more to the podcast. I think we finally found the day, I think, you know, now that maybe we can have a semi-regular type thing. And I think Danielle, if uh, her Pilates class gets canceled, can actually join us. So uh, On Monday, she yeah, has Pilates. Monday, I think Pilates was the reason she said she could... Only do it uh, every once in a while, so I'll keep checking with
1: her. Well, we'll have to find out where she takes Pilates, and I don't know, call in like a bombs. Oh, wait, better not say that. We'll have the feds after easy Easy there, there. Dave. No, 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 no.
0: Uh, We will call in a uh, a a candygram. There we go, land chart.
1: All right, well, you know, ordinarily at this point in the podcast, we talk about what we've been watching sci-fi-wise, but uh, I think the only science fiction we've been watching is uh, the Ravens trying to
0: stop the other team from running the ball down their throats lately. Right, well, that was unfortunately cold reality yesterday, but uh, yet they still managed to scrape out the wind, though, somehow. Yeah, so... Managed to play a pretty bad defense, but still yeah. wins. So. Yeah. So
1: we know you don't want to hear about sports, but right. uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, uh, that we've pretty much been tied up with that, and uh, you know we managed to get some TV watching in, but all that should change because I don't know about you, but once uh, once the O's were out of it, I don't really, you know, have much,
0: you know. Yeah. No. No interest in. Well, you know, v- vaguely interested in seeing the Yankees get beat, but uh, otherwise, uh, you know, don't have. You yeah, it was done. Unfortunately, my, my interest level definitely, uh, pardon the pun, but wanes. Yes. And uh, so anyway, I mean, I think we've both been
1: watching some sci-fi. And we're, we're going to talk about it after we look at the season two, episode two episode of uh, Lost Girl. But, you know, Fringe, Revolution, uh, Sarah Connor, a little bit uh, for me. Uh, when you, you know, you've already seen
0: it. Uh, Walking Dead for you, yeah. uh, but not for me. Um, <laughs> So yeah, there's still plenty plenty for us to talk about. We'll we'll back end that, uh, this particular show. So those of you who are are sick of hearing us talk about things that have absolutely nothing to do with Lost Girl can be rewarded for your patience. All and right. uh, and we'll talk about Lost Girl first. And then if you want to hang out at the end and listen to us uh, yammer on about the other sci-fi that we're watching, then by all means, we'd love to have you.
1: All right. Well, anyway, why don't we jump into some news and just got a few things, mostly numbers related. And, you know, we talked before about how the networks are finally waking up to the fact that it's not only the live numbers that are important, you know, they they look at the live plus three and then now the live plus seven. And, you know, I guess still they're selling the live plus three mostly to the advertisers. And those are the numbers that, that are most important to them. But anyway, so the live plus seven came in for what what's considered the premier week, uh, even though a lot of these shows, um, you know, th- this was their maybe second or third episode of the season. And there are a lot of shows that we like that that got huge numbers boosts uh, after the uh, live plus seven numbers. Top on the list for us, Revolution saw a 68% increase after, you know, already scoring record growth with the live plus three. So, the, you know, that's certainly good. And we've got some more news about Revolution a little bit uh, later. Um the shows it was up against Modern Family, Grey's Anatomy. You know, shows shows we don't
0: care about. But uh, well, I can't say because uh, I have to care a little bit about Grey's Anatomy because my wife is is big into that show. Okay. But I can't. Be, I just I, I have to care in it so much as I have to make sure I'm absolutely not in the room when she's watching it because, or that you don't erase it. Is that the one you erased by
1: mistake? Um,
0: because I've done it in the past. Okay. Yes, I have okay. inadvertently erased. So I I've keep my hands off of the Grey's Anatomies now. But uh, I also need to stay out of the room because I just can't help being like sarcastic. You know, I'm, I know a lot of people like Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. but I I can't I I can't hold my tongue.
1: Now, now the other one that was that got a big boost was uh, Big Bang Theory, which I haven't really seen, but you know a lot of people tell me, oh, you'd probably like it. And
0: right. well, I, I did see. Uh, in fact, it was. Um, oh, it was oh wait, that week.
1: was uh, the.
0: Yeah, did we talk about that? Yeah well, should sure we talk yes, about that? Yes we anything. did, I think oh, that, okay. that as, uh, as proof, the imposter right. the imposter was on? No, 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 no. The the first lady was okay. on. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. So we did yeah, so, uh, but that that was the only episode of, of Big Bang Theory I, I've ever seen. Okay, it was okay, but eh, yeah.
1: Well, one show, you know, after those four, which got the biggest bump, uh, Once Upon a Time, which we haven't—I mean, I haven't seen it—but it's certainly one of those that at some point we might take a
0: look at the pilot. It, yeah, it looks looks pretty. You know, that was another one Tan recommended, so we should—you uh, know—once we're done all the the brand new pilots, maybe we'll go yep. and check out Once.
1: Okay. Now, uh, as far as percentages go, the the biggest jump was Grim. And it jumped 81% uh, from its live same day to its live plus seven. And, you know, obviously that's got to be good news, uh, you know, for that show. And fellow Friday night series, Fringe, also had a huge growth, uh, sixty-four uh, or ju- just short of sixty-four percent increase, and of course that does us a lot of good.
0: Season six, season six, season. <laughs> well, you know,
1: you wonder. I mean, you know, like with Supernatural, yeah, right. I mean, the the plan,
0: as they, we've they, said, five seasons, and and you know, then they renewed. It, it was like, right. um, okay,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I it's probably a long shot. Although you never know. I mean, maybe some other you know networker would want to pick it up, sci-fi, or. Uh,
0: CW. Yeah. But you, you um, never you never know is, is true, but uh well, yeah, I I I have to also kind of feel that there I mean the the actors are in, in fringe are like legit and so they might John Noble and, and Joshua Jackson and oh, Anna Torv you know might be thinking other projects, you know, at this point and kind of maybe um maybe maybe looking forward to the you know a break from yeah, you know, cuz it's pretty a daily it's a grind. is a oh, grind. Yeah. You know, it's 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 tough, and it's great that you're working and everything. But uh, after you know five years of it, you're probably ready to uh, right. get some time off and maybe do a movie or two. They certainly have you know credibility as well, actors.
1: And, and again, with with a show like Fringe, where they're doing twenty two episodes as opposed to and I'd read a uh, an interview with Rachel Nichols, who's the star of uh, Continuum, where she said the nice thing about doing these shows where they're ten to thirteen episodes is that you know you have a steady job but you still have plenty of time to do other projects. So, you know, and we certainly made our feelings known about the, you know, 13 to 10 or 10 to 13 episode format. Uh, Now the other show, and I know we're going to talk about it. uh, We were going to talk about it tonight, but one of us, me uh, didn't do his homework is six, six, six park Avenue. And, you know, it had, it had a a decent jump and, and they were 18th in terms of uh, increasing from the live to the uh, live plus seven. So, you know, um, not awesome, but, you know, certainly, uh, you know, keeping them alive at this point.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, the, the studio is just, uh, you got to figure out that people don't watch TV live anymore. Now, right. I just, it just, I don't know why it just hit me last night when, what was I watching? Um, oh, uh, with the uh, the Walking Dead premiere. Speaking of live. And, right. And, uh, I, and I wasn't watching it live, but... You know, it's the little tweet thing comes up at the beginning, which the first time that happened uh, with Doctor Who. I think the last, the first time I saw it was last year, the Christmas special of Doctor Who, and I spent like the first five minutes hitting exit on my remote, like say, why won't that thing go away? I don't know I know I'm watching Doctor Who, so then you know, much later, uh, you know, people who are much more knowledgeable about the world than I explained that it was Twitter. And they said, oh, well, that makes sense. That's a great way to get people to watch it live is you have the live tweets going on during the show, and so people have to watch it live. But I never figured that out because, I mean, while you're tweeting, you're missing what's going on. Well, I get, I assume that they do it during commercials mostly. I I don't know. I've never done it. I've never really – I haven't watched a show live besides sports. Well, you know, when Lost – Now, see, I know you didn't watch Lost live,
1: you you know, but – but i know what they did uh, they would run uh, the episode the, the next day or the next or i guess what they would do is the, the next week before the newest episode they would run the previous week's episode but they would have like the kind of not subtitles i can't you know this, this stuff crawling along the bottom and they would have i, I maybe hopefully i'm not misremembering but uh well, anyway, you already ruined my segue in, into uh, with Sorry the with the live that. with the live plus seven, uh, <laughs> and that is that after breaking its own record in uh, its second season finale, AMC's The Walking Dead opened the third frame by continuing the trend. And dude, I don't think you have any worries with uh, The Walking Dead no, because no, I know
0: that's that show's doing very well. I know
1: just short of
0: eleven million
1: total viewers, making it the highest rated episode in series history. Up. Uh, more than 50% from its record breaking season two premiere. It now is the biggest telecast for any drama series in basic cable history among total viewers. So uh, I think they're certainly in good shape. Uh, March's season two finale drew 9 million. I mean, that's incredible for a normal network, yeah. let alone. Yeah, cable.
0: And, and to think that, yeah. you know, they only produced six episodes from the first season because let's see how this this thing does, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, you know, I know you're not in the zombies, Dave, but that, that show is so, I mean, if, if you see the show, you will understand the numbers are completely justified. It is so good. It was just, last night, it was, well, I'll talk, all right, we'll talk about it later. Okay, but, yeah. all right. All right. Uh, but now, we did promise that we talk about Lost Girl, so I'll shut my mouth for a little all bit right, when you well, finish the news.
1: Uh, From the high to the low, according to the Hollywood Reporter, the network uh, has decided, I assume this is NBC, uh, decided it's going to air the pilot for the Munsters reboot on Friday, October 26th, before a new episode of Grimm. And if I was the producers of Grimm, I would lodge a complaint
0: right now. Um, I I don't even know what to say. I'm speechless. Well, that that show's not – they're just showing the pilot. They're not – they didn't. They didn't produce the rest. Of the I understand, series. but oh, okay. I mean, so, anyway, it doesn't look like. Yeah, it, it was, it was a, as an idea that was probably doomed to fail. Yes.
1: Now, uh, what apparently is not doomed to fail is uh, Revolution, which we'll talk about in a little while. And that after three episodes, NBC uh, ordered a full twenty-two episode season. I mean, they they were at 13 that was the initial order but you know they were really pleased with the numbers and and you know they're not spectacular but um you know they i think they went from around 11 and down to i believe episode four was around 8 million which is still strong but you know i mean again if, if you look at uh, their past history and they by the major networks that may not be enough but we'll um, uh they don't don't have
0: a lot of patience with with their shows,
1: yeah. So we'll see, and and unfortunately, there have been plenty of shows that started strong, the event, um, and uh, heroes, and uh, yeah, faded quickly. L- Life on
0: Mars faded quickly. Journeyman, so. yep. Uh, so, flash forward. The the list is Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Al- Alcatraz didn't really. Al- Alcatraz didn't really got. Well, I think the I think the pilot did okay. Right. You know, like around ten It seemed like that show just never really got a shot. You know, just like it was it was afterthought in the first place. Like, oh I mean, when did they start? That was like like February, March, something I like that? Think it was so. like the spring. Like I said, like, Well, here's a show that we didn't think was good enough to show in the fall, but you know, the other show we showed this time slot tanked. So uh, how about this one? See, so, yeah, well, you know, and like it's just, it's not going to work. And again, I mean, I know we sound like a broken
1: record or me in particular, but y- it's, y- you wonder, what are you thinking? I mean, you've got how many millions of lost fans that, that we're going to watch it, at least the pilot, just because Hurley's in it. Right. I mean, that that's just the way it is. I mean, we're going to check it out. And the fact that it turned out to be pretty good. It was all right. I mean, again, but for genre, you yeah. know, so. All right. Anyway, well, that's pretty it much but, it. I'll give it. It was all better right. than most of the other crap on television. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Anyway, that's it for the news. And let's jump into episode two of season two I Fought the Fey, and the Fey One.
0: Breaking rocks in the hot sun. I fought the Fey, and the Fey One. I fought the Fey, and the Fey One. All right, there you go, Clint. Okay, that's right. Uh, another of our homages. All right. Anyway, so uh, what'd you think? Yeah, this is. Uh, I I like this episode a lot. Big surprise, right? Um, I actually thought it was better than the premiere. Yeah, me too. Um, I I liked. I kind of. I don't know why. but I kind of liked when they show like the inner workings of the the Fey world. You know, that was pretty cool
1: yeah it, it, it was it was really cool, and we'll get to that uh now the, the opening again we see uh is this the second time we've seen Hale and Kenzie in an opening now I'm, gosh I'll tell you oh, the ten geez. the ten day break is killing us yeah on you have the,
0: you have to warn me about things like that you yeah know, you know go back through my notes and figure it out but uh
1: okay. well it, anyway, we it, open
0: with it, we have definitely seen them uh before opening the show and the last show we saw you know i mean this is Hale opening two shows in a row you yeah. Know? So, uh, you know, so
1: they're worried about Bo's depression over Dyson and and even calling it a depression. It's kind of weird the way she's reacting to it. Um,
0: Well, you know, some people drink, some people eat. Uh, Bo gets in the lingerie and swings on a swing in the middle of her apartment. Good point. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, I think, a very healthy way of dealing with, you know, anxiety. Yeah. We should all do that.
1: Um, Now... You know, I guess the interesting thing, I mean, on the one hand, she's really depressed by it. But on the other hand, she keeps pointing out that, you know, she does realize that he gave up his love to save her. Right. So, you know, now she's got her plan and that's going to be to win him back. And I, and I like her line, never underestimate the power of a woman in love.
0: Right. I, I think, uh, Oh, where is it? Um, you know, she, she sums up her plan with uh, cleavage. Right. That's probably later when she says that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, yeah. You're right. She's talking to, to Kenzie. Uh, now was the ice cream. Scene? Oh, that, oh, that was before they, before they go to see um, the, the dude. Oh, right. Uh, Hamish. Right.
1: Now. So. All right. So anyway, we get, uh, we get early on. We, we find uh, what turns out to be the procedural when the, a light fay prisoner escaped from the catacombs. And uh,
0: um, yeah, not just a prison catacombs, you know, and that's, you know I mean that suggests you're being you know walled up in a very tiny space it's it's you know goes beyond prison so the feA just seem they're more extreme at like everything well, she was only in prison for eighty three years oh, Only eighty three so it's really you know just a drop in the bucket
1: so all right um, now we also I'm, I'm trying to think if it was the Black thorn who said uh, i mean we knew Trick's name was Patrick, did we know it sounded like McCorrigan I'm not sure if that was.
0: You know, yeah I, that,
1: that's the way i spelled it out i didn't look it up but uh you know we're getting we i think we've commented before nobody has a last name it seems uh other than lauren and she's human but
0: anyway yeah we find out hale's name here too as well so oh right yeah right. I, that one i wrote down i'll i'll, I'll, I'll say when we get to that part, okay so. <laughs> all right so uh
1: we're introduced to the black thorn and, and you and know, uh, he's pretty cool. Not not as cool
0: as the ash. I, and I wrote that down in my notes. It's like he's a valiant effort. Yes. He dresses very well at first. Like that suit he's got on, in the first time we see him is, is pretty sweet. Very nice, very sharp. Uh, but then the second time we see him, he's got the cravat, and that just... No. Not a good look on anybody. No. no. Cravats, no. That's like if you're uh, uh, in a 1920s movie and you're some kind of aristocrat speaking in a semi New York slash English accent, then okay, or maybe you can go for it. But otherwise, lose the cravat. Right. Or an over the hill actor. Uh, yeah. yeah so, it's uh, just, you're like, what? who wears that? Who wears that in yeah. today's day and age? A cravat,
1: really? Well, we, okay. So anyway, so the news he's bringing is that uh, a new Ash. Is going to be named, and uh, so Bo immediately calls Lauren, and you know, did you, did you catch Lauren's reaction? Oh,
0: did I? Yeah, she she was very freaked out, and you know, Lauren, who's usually so in control, was genuinely flustered. You know, she's like picking up her iPhone, just like, uh, you know, like she doesn't know what to do, right? And
1: you know, I guess why? I mean, now on the one hand, you know, you know, it's like she knows what she's got in the current Ash that you know is you know, I guess not dead yet, but yeah, but it, yeah exactly.
0: This, that, that's the kind of the elephant in the room that the, the ash is still alive as far as we've heard, but uh, they're just going on as if he's already dead. So. Right. So, I mean, I guess it is her distress
1: uh, a result of, you know, it, her being, I guess she's going to be beholden to the new ash. Right. Well,
0: I mean, I, I, yeah. Yeah. I think, well, she's just, first of all, I mean, she's a human worker for the ash. So there's that. And, um, you know she's someone who, like as we said, is is always pretty in control, and so uncertainty is is not something that Lauren deals with very well, I think, and right, that, and this is big, big uncertainties
1: so. right because I know at first, I'm thinking like, oh, wait a minute, I mean shes upset because uh you know that that the ash who she's been caring
0: for died, and nobody told her, but uh, no, that doesn't make any sense it's yeah. it's it's probably the other, so no, she and she doesn't know who the new guy is, so it's not like all this new guy coming in i have some beef with him in the past uh i think it's just the uncertainty that exact of exactly that not knowing who the next guy is going to be it's causing her some anxiety here Yeah.
1: so we find out it's the, the 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 winner of the new ash job is going to be the winner of the stag hunt and uh, you know you had mentioned a couple of minutes ago about you know getting some uh you know kind of inside um, detail of you know life in the fae world and, and this was certainly uh you know a big Thing in the ritualistic, um, you know, I guess workings of the Fey community, and it was pretty cool, actually. Yeah, this know. one
0: was cool. You know, back with the uh, when the with the, the dude who was gonna die, the Fey day. Oh right, and right. The the ritual that they did there with uh, the circle of truth or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, that seemed kind of silly. I thought, you know, just the whole they had like the one girl. I just remember the one girl nodding her head every time. She handed something to Bill, I'm like, come on, you know, this was a much cooler type ritual. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and again, it just—I mean, we've said it before. I mean, really, even starting, I think, from our first uh, podcast, it's, they're so rule-oriented, you know, that that everything, you know, tradition, ritual, and that to deviate. You know, which of course our our heroine wants to deviate all the time,
0: right? Uh, but we see in this episode now she's learning. You know, now she knows she's got to play the game. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, all right. Well, anyway, so we
1: uh, see and somebody turn up at uh, Bo's, and uh, it's the escapee from the catacombs, and sh- we find out that she is the stag in the stag
0: hunt. I'm like, okay, this could get interesting. Um, yeah, well, the, you know, the the Fae always have like a little twist on their rituals. And unfortunately, a lot of times that twist involves killing humans in some way or another. Right. Well, she's not, this is Fae, obviously. Right. So uh, so I guess forget. I just said that. Well, it. but now that she's, was there something that she volunteered? She did volunteer. Right. The, that was, so the Blackthorn had said that uh, she volunteered for this because. She obviously she saw this is her one chance right. to see uh, Hamish again. Right, because if she succeeds. Then she's free. Right, right. so uh, But no one ever succeeds. No one ever succeeds.
1: Okay, and and as usual, you know, Bo and Kenzie come up with a plan, although I think mostly this was Bo's plan, but at least, you know, for what it seems. But anyway, so we find out that the contenders for the ash job are going to prove their worth by catching and killing the prey. And, uh, you know, we find out, and again, this is not the first time that uh, it's all about the star-crossed lovers.
0: So. Yeah, it's, they definitely have that right. aspect to it, you know. Right. The,
1: you know, and, and, you know, paralleling
0: with, uh, you know, Bo and Dyson. Yeah, I was actually going to talk about that at the end, but yeah. so now you bring it up. Well, that, no, it's really, of, we'll this hold idea. It. Well, no, no. Uh, this fact, this idea of, you know, two crazy kids who have just kind of. Unlucky in love. And at first, they go to visit Hamish and he refuses to come see her. And so we're like, you know, what the, you know, what's yeah. going on here? Come on. She's been in jail for 80 some years for you. And and he's like, well, yeah, she's been there 83 years. So I've moved on. It's time for her to do the same. And then in at, at the end of the episode, Dyson says basically the same thing that, you know, it's time for you to, to move on. Right. And uh, unfortunately, that's that's not always that that easy to yeah. do.
1: Now, what was his excuse? I can't remember for why he didn't want to see her. Um, Hamish, that is not not Dyson.
0: I think it's just basically that okay, that, he that said, he's moved on. I've, I've, I've moved on. Okay. Like that, that's my past. I'm not going there again. And he just doesn't want to reopen old wounds. Okay. That uh, it's not his fault per se that she was captured, but he didn't, you know, purposefully have that happen. But He doesn't want to go back there. He knows there's nothing he can do, or at least he feels like there's nothing that you can do. Right now, early on, you know, we find out she was accused
1: of treason, and and, you know, we find out you know the the light fay, dark fay, Romeo and Juliet kind of West Side Story, and uh, uh, you know that she was accused of treason and imprisoned, like we said, for eighty three years, and she doesn't know who betrayed them. I mean, we do find out later in the episode. Um, and she, you know, has come to Bo to ask uh, for help. To you know, she wants to see her love one last time. And um, Dyson bursts in, and he's got the Thorn Black Guard with him, and uh, they're to ex- they're to escort the prisoner out. And and of course, Bo, you know, is is going to stand up for her. But you know, Dyson explains, no, no, this is again, this is the rule. This is the way it's got to be. And and Sabine, which is her name, and. I tried to look it up. I mean, I did look it up. I
0: didn't see anything that seemed pertinent. Oh, now I just, who are this? Oh, they were, oh, oh, no. This is very pertinent. Okay. I just remember this. This, this is from the history of Rome, the rape of the Sabines. Okay. I did see that. It was uh, an early story about the history of Rome. It's basically Rome, they were, they were building the city-state, and they looked around and said, hey, there's there's no chicks around. So they look over to the next tribe over, and it's the Sabines. And so they had a big party Invite them all over. Say, "Hey, come on over! Don't forget to bring all your daughters with you too, and everything." And so, at the end of the party, they uh, took all the women and uh, killed uh, all the men. Probably, killed, I, I can't remember wow. if they killed all the men or not. But you know, send them back. They, they should, yeah, <laughs> send them back. And uh, and that was how you know Rome became Rome. But the, you know, there's obviously the uh, misogyny that's that's inherent in that story, um, and the you know guys just taking over and. It's it kind of relates because we see here uh, again women who are you know or a a woman who's been victimized and uh, and the guy kind of gets off you know scot free and is living his own life and so it 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 kind of relates I guess yeah
1: and and I mean certainly Bo is is you know jumping right in to help her at this I mean do, do you see Bo as a victim I mean does she see herself as a victim
0: no but. And and that's the the twist I think okay. there is, is with Beau as almost everything that relates to Beau is she takes she is no victim okay. at all or she doesn't accept that you know okay. bad things happen to her certainly this thing with Dyson is a is a horrible thing okay. that's happened to her and it really hurts her but she refuses to let it get her she's not going to let it bring her down she's still even at the end of this episode mm-hmm. though she seems to say I'll just play along and pretend I'm just his friend. There's certainly we know she's still has that resolution underneath. that I'm going to find a way to to turn this thing around. Okay. So
1: no victim, our girl Bo. Okay, came to the right place. Now um, you know the other thing is, and it was you know I don't know maybe I missed it, which has obviously happened before. But the the Black Thorn has clearly confided something to Dyson, who then relays to Trick, you know something about what's going on. I'm not sure if I missed something there, but. I guess what struck, was, again, what struck me is that, you know, once again, Dyson seems to be, you know, he's not, you know, he's not one
0: of the power elite, but he certainly is one of their confidants. Sure. Oh, there's yeah. even the first time we see, well, the black, oh, not the first. Yeah, I guess it was pretty much the first time that we see the black phone when he came into the doll and made the announcement that they were looking for a new Ash. Um, he and, and Dyson kind of share a look. hmm you know, and so again, I mean, Dyson has been around a long, long yeah. time. We yeah. know so. You know, he's probably got contacts and people he knows all over, just like Trick. You know, yeah. Trick knows all these people as
1: well. You know, it's kind of interesting how um, the more we find out about uh, Hale, who you know seems to have come from a very privileged. Well, not seems to he yeah. he is right, 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 and you know, because there's only like. There's only five noble families. Right, right? and and his is one of them. His is one of them. (laughs) Right, and, uh, you know, how it was that he and Dyson hooked up, because Dyson, you know, we don't have any indication, you know, I mean, he he seems to have had a tough life, you know, fought for, you know.
0: Well, you know, like Hale says, you know, he... Wants to live this non traditional lifestyle right. as he refers to it. So I thought it was really funny what he said. That. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So you know he's the the rich kid who's slumming it, the prince and the pauper, so yep. to speak, I guess. So
1: now you know it's come up a couple times. You know, Bo's trying to get Dyson to talk, and and you know he doesn't want to talk about it. And I can't remember whether it was trick or hail that that just you know you got to talk to her. You know what's I mean? You have to talk. You can't just. It's not fair. You know to uh, just leave her hanging and you know well, we you know they do but she doesn't like what and i think kenzie said said this in the last
0: episode you know you may not like what he's got to say and yeah and and uh, well and she knows the truth now and he they they talked about it. so on on the one hand obviously i, I definitely see Beau's perspective here and that she's just like listen i just want to talk and then his perspective is there's nothing to talk about. Well, but,
1: but see, here's what I don't understand. I mean, she, her attitude is kind of like, okay, I get it. I get it, Dyson. You know, the Norn took your love for me. Okay, well, well, come on. I, I'm a succubus. I can make you. And she even says, I can make you love me again. I mean, we can try. And I, I'm not sure whether, how to read him in that he isn't even willing to try.
0: Well, I think he knows deep down that it's just like what, uh, what um, Kenzie referred to as the Tim Effect. That he knows in his heart of hearts that it's it's gone. Okay. And it's just not coming back. Same thing Kenzie said okay. when she caught this guy lerving another girl. Right. <laughs> she said that she knew, she even tried to get him. She took him back, but she says, it. I just knew it, it was over. I didn't feel the same. I didn't love him anymore. Yeah. And I think that's what's going on with Dyson. And it's killing him that uh, Bo keeps trying to... Rekindle it, and he knows it's, it's because he it, knows she's going to ultimately be hurt in the end. And but you know her attitude is you got to fight for love. Yeah, you know, that's what she tells Hamish, right. and that's what she's kind of telling herself that you know if you love someone, you got to fight for him. And
1: yeah, he's not interested, or he just knows what the end result's going to be. So just let's save everybody the pain and suffering. Yeah, so. and like
0: I you know I've said before, he's just he's he's tired, man. He's old. He's tired. And He just this this kind of stuff. I, I think just doesn't, he just can't, doesn't want to deal with it. Yeah, he
1: just wants to sit on his motorcycle in his loft and. Exactly. And lift and, weights. And, yeah, and, and know, work
0: out in the jeans yep. with his punching bag.
1: <laughs> All right. Now, a couple of good lines. Um, you know, Bo's talking to, uh, I guess it's the Black Thorn. Are you seriously going to hunt her down and kill her for sport? No, we're going to kill her for ritual.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Big and,
1: difference. And, and, but the whole response is it's not a flippant answer. It's he's, it yeah, is right. what it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that, that she's kind of appalled that, that, that something like this could actually happen. And uh, you know, then the black thorn goes into his explanation and, and, you know, comparing the light fey to the native Americans who, you know, that they, they respect the kill. They don't overhunt, they don't hunt the young, um, and, uh, you know, again, I love his line in Bo says, well, what does that make me? He says, an obnoxious vegan. Yeah, an obnoxious <laughs> you know.
0: vegan. Yeah, I like you know. that.
1: <laughs> but, but again, it, it's, you know, I thought that was a pretty good analogy of how the the light fae view humans. Sure. Um, you know, at least the light fae that we seem to be, um, you know, exposed to. Um Oh, you know, okay, I got my notes. The the stag volunteers and, and honor will be reinstated or restored to the family, I guess. So her family lost honor when she was, you know, found guilty of treason and uh All yeah, right so anyway. Just take an arrow and it's all good. Yeah, yeah. So uh then we get uh, well. Let's see. We you know they track down Hamish. We talked about that. He doesn't want anything to do with Sabine. Uh, then then we get Trick explaining the whole ash picking process to Bo. You and, just said ash picking. Yeah. That really sounded funny. <laughs> uh, I like it. Ash picking process. Ash picking process. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> there were actually some pretty good lines in here. I mean, most of the episodes have a, kind of a serious back, backdrop. But you know which lines I'm going for, right? I'm not sure, but there okay, were well, some really well, good lines in this. Well, point. he talks about the potential candidates gather for the Jill Hall.
0: Oh, yeah, Jake or Maggie. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> that was a
1: good one. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> and that uh, they, he explains there's a big gala in the stag's honor. And, you know, when he tells her those who survive uh, the, the competition compete in the hunt. And I guess this is what, the point where Bo starts to kind of formulate, uh, you know, a way around it. So. Right, Yeah. It's a good plan.
0: I, you know, also around that time also with when we find Hale is from the Noble family. I mean, Kenzie had some, is back with this. Yeah, They finally gave Kenzie a, a bunch of really good lines again. But I think uh, when Hale says he doesn't want to do it, at fr- you know, doesn't want to go in and, and put his name in as a potential replacement for the Ash. Kenzie says, oh, I'm sure you've had it. Uh, rough, Sir Gutless of Knobsburg. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Sir Gutless of Knobsburg. That's classic. Yeah, that was pretty good.
1: And uh, yeah, so so we so we go to the gala, and, and you know, so that was pretty cool. Now Kenzie doesn't go, right? She's not she allowed. No, right, right? No right. humans allowed. Right? right. Um, although we've heard that before, and she seems to, be, but apparently not this time. This is. Uh,
0: yeah, I guess. Well, she doesn't want to mess up the plan. I guess. Which right. Would, her showing up would, you know, definitely could throw a, a wrench and everything.
1: Right now. Speaking of showing up and throwing a wrench in it, we see Dyson uh, shows up with another woman. Never a good sign. Yeah,
0: no, not a good sign at all. But, you know, again, he's he's trying to tell Bo it's time to move on, you know, and
1: Yeah, because I guess you know to be the first time I can remember, you know, when I saw this episode the first time, I thought, you know, dude, you you really come on. I mean, you know, she's going to be there. Do you have to throw it in her face? But then I think what you're alluding to right now, it's, you know, really, it's just it's going to be less pain in the
0: long run. Let's just get it over with now. Um, Well, and because you know, as he said. Later is that, you know, Wolf's mate for life and that the no- the Norn took, oh, I almost said the knob, uh, the Norn, she was a knob, mm-hmm. uh, the Norn took my love for you, well, you would assume that that means he took his love, period, right? Yeah. Because then, you know, if, if that was his one and only, so who knows? Um. Yeah. Well, the other interesting
1: thing, you know, is that at the gala, you see all the different candidates going around trying to curry favor from the voters. And I thought, you know, how apropos, given that we're, uh, what, about a month and a half away from, no, less than that. Yeah, just a couple weeks. Yeah, about three to four weeks away from uh, the presidential election, and uh, candidates trying to curry favor. But I it was really cool though the whole dropping of the little, and I think they said what they were called, but I don't remember. Yeah, I
0: can't remember. They were like little stones, little round, in the, st- right? In, in the, uh, the 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 colored thing of the, the same color of the dude, your dude,
1: right? And uh, so anyway, and and I guess that's how the 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 candidates were chosen or at least, yeah. The, the, yeah,
0: the who the, the final three, right? Who right. Move on to the, the stag hunt. Right. Um, but it was like that classic scene where, you know, we see the the what um, I can't remember who referred to as the cougar, the one candidate drops something in the goblet or drops something in, in Hale's goblet as she's walking by, which if you were in a tightly packed arena like this with yeah. all the people and you know you're – Playing on maybe doing harm to some of those other people. You might want to watch your goblet a little bit better than he does, but he doesn't. Dyson catches it, grabs the goblet. Some guy's passing by. Right. He gives it. And then what I like about this joke is like the slow burn, you know, because the guy walks off and you almost watch them like in the background, but he doesn't fall down right away. So you're like, ah, no. uh, okay. And then, you know, uh, Bo pulls Dyson aside, and she's like, I need to talk to you again. And all of a sudden, then the guy collapses. Right. I mean, there the comic like, timing is, is yeah. you know,
1: we've talked about the lines, but, you know, right there. just That whole, yeah.
0: Yeah, I just like how they, they allow you just enough time to slightly forget about the joke, and then they they, they spring the trap on Right. You. Now, when she pulls him aside, Dyson, that is, you know, the... the um,
1: Dyson's talking to trick right at, 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 I think around this same time. And, and, and again, they're talking about, you know, why he's acting like he's acting and, you know, why punish her for something you chose to do freely. And, and Dyson says, well, you didn't want us together in the first place and now you got what you want.
0: Yeah. I I thought Um, it was a little petulant of him. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but, uh, you know,
1: yeah, I, I guess he deserves a pout to, uh,
0: Oh, you know, it's, it's no small thing that, that's, that's going on here. And, right. you know, like, I, you know, I sympathize with the guy though. I am glad that he's back in, you know, single stats, able to be a dude. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Now. <laughs> all right. So anyway, we find out that it was Hamish's family that
1: betrayed the couple way back 83 years before. And that, uh, you know, if you really love her, fight for her. So, you know, we, we find out that, you know, there's a plan in effect and, uh, Hale makes it to the uh, final three, which was pretty cool and there yeah you- well
0: there's, considering there's a pretty considerable pile of them on the floor <laughs> yeah
1: now now, I thought I heard them say you know something about the weapons and all that, but then they all three came out with bows
0: and arrows right right there were no like you know modern weapons it was bows and arrows and uh and spears okay. wooden spears all right so uh
1: anyway, so Dyson helps Sabine and uh um and then
0: we we do get a winner, right? That uh, he who shall not be named yet. The, yeah, the green uh, candidate who we discover cannot be succu kissed. Yes, like Bo tries to work her influence on him, and he's just like, mm, nope. Yep. So, uh, interesting. We haven't seen that very much.
1: Yeah. Um, so, anyway, she gets shot with an arrow. And, and you know, again, my first reaction, and I, and this happened to be one that, uh, you know, I had these, you know, season two uh, was still on my TiVo or my DVR. And uh, so I'm, I'm sitting with my laptop as I'm, you know, typing the notes in. And I typed uh, that, you know, shoots her in the shoulder with the arrow, but she's not dead. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a
0: point of contention. I mean, is she dead? You know, or yeah, no, she, she's, she's not dead. Cause first of all, she's shot, shot in the shoulder. Well, I understand that. But, and so being like the, the people in charge, I would look at it. I'd be like, okay, how, how is she dead? She's just in the, I, I mean, now, did I know they just trust
1: Lauren? I mean, who pronounced her dead?
0: Uh, uh, Dyson did. Okay. He just, they look at him. And he's like, you know, like, she's, nope, nope, she's dead. I'm, I'm, I'd be like, I'm, Dude. I mean, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there's more like muscle than blood vessels where I just shot her. I don't think that's, that doesn't look like a life ending injury. Mm -hmm. Certainly not, you know, dead on the spot type injury. You didn't get her in the heart or anything. No, no. But they just, okay, all right, she's dead, okay, fine. (laughs) And she's dead, and we have a new ash. Right, which I guess is what the 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 guy who whoever whatever that guy the green guy, uh, right. you know, all, all he cares about is he's the ash now. So because I mean, what were our choices? Hale? <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. Though um, no, Hale was you know doing the, a pretty good job of, of pressing flesh and being the uh, the political type guy. Yeah, I like how it was like uh, when they're asking him about the the pension or whatever. And he's <laughs> like, oh yeah, we'll quadruple it or something like yeah. that. It's just something ridiculous, you know, yeah. like, like you know the. You know uh politicians will say anything to to get your vote, right? yeah,
1: and now interestingly enough, one of the first things that the new ash says is informs Bo that her days of doing as she pleases are over, and that yeah, we've uh, heard that one before, buddy. we have heard that before, <laughs> um you know, and then we see Dr Lauren who uh stabs the needle into her chest, and so I assume that's adrenaline or
0: yeah a little uh, little uh oh my God, what's the movie, Holy cow?
1: Oh concert, right, yeah. right with uh, yeah the oh, the, the, I am the drug just guys. Completely for, ashamed of myself right, right um, With John Travolta yeah. and uh, what
0: is wrong with me? Yeah, I'm boy, you're
1: nervous. the one that always remembers this stuff. I know. Oh, uh, John Samuel God. L. Jackson, John Travolta. I'm trying to think. Who's the girl? Oh, oh uh, Uma, Uma Thurman, Thurman. Right. I mean,
0: I could probably. Tell yeah. You.
1: I mean, um, so mind. while you're while you're looking uh, <laughs> while is, you're this looking is that up. I'm doing this right so, now. I'm
0: so ashamed of myself.
1: All right. Well, anyway, we so the you know, the theme kind of, and we talked about this a few minutes ago. The whole uh, reuniting lovers, uh, which which is obviously the the positive outcome of this procedural. But while they get reunited, you know, Bo and Dyson are pretty much driven farther apart. And you have it, pulp, pulp fiction. Pulp fiction.
0: I just, I, you know, I'm I'm so ashamed of myself right now. I I, I can't even speak. I just I just want to cry. Yeah. I, I need I need to go to my quiet spot. For okay. A little bit.
1: Well, <laughs> at least you were at least you were able to remember that IMDb would be the.
0: Yeah. Well, I just yeah you know, did Quentin Tarantino. Oh, See that? Okay. I mean, like, right, oh, you ta- remembered that much? Yeah. All yeah right. exactly. Like I knew like every actor is at the uh, the, the, the director. Uh, probably could quote most of the lines of the movie, but just for some reason, the, mm. it was just uh, maybe it's age, stupidity. I don't know. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. It's yeah. one of my favorite. Well, I can't claim it's my favorite movie. I couldn't remember the title, right? Yeah, but, that'd uh, be, that's
1: uh, not to digress, I'm but that shamed. would be uh, That'd be a tough one, favorite movie, but uh, for another time. Um, all right. So anyway, dice Dyson... as it
0: was for a while. Yeah, okay. you know, back in, in back in the when it first came out, man, that that movie was that was influential. Yeah, because not,
1: see, I'm not sure whether it would be, for me, New Moon or the first Twilight movie. But
0: anyway, <laughs> all right, so Dyson. Oh, thank you for making me feel much better about myself. <laughs> Dyson comes over finally to have the
1: talk and, you know, thanks him for taking the risk to protect her. And, and, you know, she wants to start over, like we've said, you know, when since when do we let strangers control what we do? And I can make you love me and... You know, he pretty much wolfs her and uh, tells her she's got to move on because he already has. And, you know, I, again, I think, you know, you, you're right. Is What else can you say? I mean, that's.
0: Yeah. You know, she, he, she's like, I want to try again. He's like, I don't, you know, it's like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Um, and she says, I can make you love me. And, you know, he's, you know, like he said, you've got to move on because I already have, you know, it's just like, just like what Hamish said earlier. No, it's just basically you, this is, this not my issue. Yeah. Now, you know,
1: the, the the thorn, we're not exactly sure who he is, right? I mean, he's. Some big wig from Europe. Okay. Um, And you know, the, the scene near the end when he and Trick are discussing Bo and the plan to save the, you know, to, you know, to save uh, Sabine and all of that. And, and, you know, Trick's like, well, how did the stag know who Bo, Bo is? Well, I might have let
0: slip, you know. So the Black yeah. Thorn, it's
1: like, okay, well, so he's, you know. Yeah, he's
0: he's a, good, an all right guy, I guess. Yeah, like he's, you know, like most of the 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 guys in charge or authority figures, um, we're, you know, we we side with Bo, and Bo is pretty much against almost all authority. So right. we are, you know, by default. So are we. So we're naturally, you know, suspicious of this guy. But it turns out, I guess he's kind of all right. But then in the next breath, though, and he, he starts like, so uh,
1: rumors that you might be Fitzpatrick the Blood King, right? And then uh, it gets into the, you know, we just want to make sure that you really aren't aspiring to any power, right? And that, uh, you know, so then Trick is like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to aspire to power. No more efforts to locate
0: Efa. And right, so that's kind of like a tenuous type deal he makes. Sure. Right. There's a lot of those right. in the Faye world, th- right? And you know, and, and you know trickle stay
1: retired, and then, I, and then I like it as, as, as you know, they're kind of walking away, bartender, my ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's
0: good. That's a, Yeah, like I, I, you know, totally respect the uh, the Blackthorn with, uh, you know, throwing out that little zinger as he's, yeah. As he's leaving. So. Yeah, but
1: then again, it, it, it just, again, who is he? And, and you know, so you know, like you said from Europe,
0: but, uh, you know. Yeah, we don't know someone someone in the know, someone right. close to the Council of Elders and right. all that stuff. So. Because
1: we don't really know how far this, you know, this whole fake, I mean, we only have the Vancouver Faye.
0: <laughs> <Right. and>, uh,
1: <laughs> well, uh, Toronto, I believe. Toronto, okay. Um have we ever seen the license plates on the cars? No, we,
0: well, that's, the, yeah, I, I think we've talked about this before, is it really, we don't, it, it, except for the accents, it, we wouldn't even know it was in Canada. Right. So where does it take place? Because they've never established it. And the one time they even mentioned another country was with the, uh, I can't remember her name, but the, the lady who was on death row. Oh, right. And um, and Trick's just like, yeah, she's over the border. They say you know, something like vague like that. They don't say, oh, she's in jail in the States. They say she's across the border, which could right. be, you know, anyway. so be anywhere. So they've never uh, established a specific City and 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 you know where this takes place. It's just a city in some country where they speak English. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Kind of cold. That'd be
1: interesting, you know, in in terms of uh, how far the network goes for future seasons. I mean, you know, uh, sort of like along the lines of Dollhouse, where there are you know the whole network of Dollhouses around the world.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. uh, So
1: where are the other
0: fake communities? Yeah. When
1: will we ever connect with them? uh, writers, uh, <laughs> take heed. All right. So, anyway, like, they they do they,
0: they do film this in Toronto, though, yes, not Vancouver, um, which is unusual because most of the you know a lot of places are out in Vancouver. Yeah. Um,
1: so then we see the end. Of, you know, Bo and Kenzie with the uh, I'm not good with judging sizes. I guess it was a quart, maybe of uh, triple fudge swirl. Well,
0: he uh, 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 it says it's funny because they got the line where it says, you know, another pint. So yeah. they have oh, vanilla no, no, no. this time, you know, like okay. instead of like the pint of beer, you All know, right. pint of, but that is a, yeah, I think that is, I believe that is actually a pint of ice cream is okay, like the traditional Ben and Jerry's type pints. Okay.
1: Now, like, again, I can't understand why he doesn't want to fight for us. And, and I guess it's, it's how many times does he have to tell you, I guess, um, you know, but, but on the, on the other hand, I guess she, look, she's, she's new to the Faye community. He knows the power of the Norn you know, I guess maybe she's in denial of, of how powerful, you know, the, the, the spell, the the compact actually was. Yeah, and she's
0: swimming in denial, man. Yeah.
1: So uh I can make any man want me, but I can't make this one man love me. Whatever he did though, he did it for me. So it's
0: you know, again, it's like, girl, it's over. Yeah. But Yeah, but you know, it's 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 tough. You know, like you said, like a breakup. Like someone just shows up and you know, everything was going great, and all of a sudden they show up, but like uh, when I want to break up. You're like, what the hell? Why? What what happened? Like, how is today different from yesterday when everything was good? You know? So it's just, there is that shock period. And, you know, obviously she still has to work through that. And it's tough to work through it when you have so many, uh, things happening. So many traumatic, well, I don't know if traumatic, but you know, like she has an eventful life, yeah. She's well, got sure. Well, I mean, stuff it's a, going on. Well, right.
1: I mean, these are the people that she's made connections with, and and you know, while her connection with Kenzie is as strong as it ever was, and maybe even stronger, you know, it, it's still recovering with Lauren. Uh, I guess her her you know relationship with Trick is is just as strong, but you know, with, with Dyson, it's you know falling apart. So,
0: oh, but, well, you know, We do learn back going back to the Blackthorns. We we learn that Afa is still. Like, yeah. apparently out and about. Like, yeah, because you know, she's like, stay away from AFA. Like, wait, isn't AFA dead? No. Yeah. well, you know, what we'd said before, you know, yeah. obviously she's she's still out there
1: somewhere. Yeah. Um, and uh, hopefully some of you will forget the spoiler that uh, Wayne laid on you a couple <laughs> of episodes ago. But yeah, uh, I feel bad about that. Yeah, not too bad.
0: Anyway, so uh, anything else? That's all I got for you. Yeah, that's pretty much all okay. I got here, I think. So, all right. So, uh, just, oh, I just did want to say that there was. Yeah. I, I really liked the acting there. Um, that they did that last scene with Kenzie and Bo. That yeah. was, you know, they 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 it, it was it was very subtle and and nicely done. Mm-hmm. You know, none of this histrionics or sobbing. Just kind of looking you know, the camera and very tight on their faces, and they're just kind of looking off into you know into the the space in front of them. It's kind of like a a, a look is like. I just I don't know what the, you know just kind of a almost a, I don't want to say defeated look but certainly one of resignation I guess yeah, would be the, yeah. the look that they have but I think both uh, um, Anna Silk and Cassini Solo do a, a great job with that scene it was it was uh, very touchingly done
1: yep and uh, I don't think actually we talked about this it just occurred to me that uh, I guess the the New York Comic Con was just I believe this past weekend and I. I I want to say I, I I'm pretty sure continuum had a contingent there and I think some of the Lost girl they'll look on uh, YouTube because you know obviously all that stuff gets posted and you know maybe we can talk about that next time. So cool. All right, um so what we've been watching you now now this is one I forgot about and that's what I was jotting down a minute ago cuz it just <laughs> occurred to me, you know, it's it's um you know my wife and I rarely uh I don't want to – it's not fair to say we rarely like the same things because I like some of the things she likes. But it's rare Yeah, that, like we both like football yeah, and, and baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yesterday Star after, the, uh, after the, the Ravens horror show that uh, fortunately had a happy ending, uh, she got the remote control. And, and what do we end up watching at, at her choosing was Mary Shelley's Frankenstein.
0: Oh, do you yeah. remember that? Did you oh, see yeah. that
1: with Kenneth Branagh and, yeah. and uh huh? Yeah, oh. not, not not great, not great. But you know, it's it, it's funny it's because it's like she said. I mean, it really. I mean, you know, once you you know, you suspend your disbelief and all that. If this was what w- was going to happen, this is probably how it would transpire. Not this ogre with the like the steel things in his neck, the right. way we you know it's like you know and, and lumbering along. I think they, they tried to make it truer to the the actual book yeah. than
0: the previous incarnations of, of Frankenstein. But were. boy,
1: uh, you know, talk about gruesome! Oh my goodness! And, yeah, and, well, the uh, hell in the
0: bottom Carter bit. And, oh, and
1: and, and um like, you know it's funny because I sort of have a love hate relationship with her as an actress yeah, because right. I I don't know there's just something that's I mean she I mean if she's in a Tim Burton film. That's great because she, she fits Tim
0: Burton's kind of look. Yeah. Oh, she, was, she was a fantastic Belatrix Lestrange, which you don't, probably don't know who that is, not having read the Harry Potter books or no. seen the movies. But she's in uh, one of the big characters towards the end of the Harry Potter okay. series. And is her she's hair all there. like she stuck her finger in an electric cycle? And she's like completely crazy. And she plays it to the hilt. She mm-hmm. you know, just has. I think it looked like she had a lot of fun with that role because she uh, does a great job with it. Yeah. Well, just the, the ending scene, and the you know when the uh you know the
1: the monster and and really touching scene at the end when the monster says you know they ask what's his name and it's like he never gave me one. Uh, but but this was you know before that when you know he had he'd uh, forced Kenneth Branagh, Doctor Frankenstein, to make him a mate and you know so that then where does he needs a heart where does he get the heart he rips it out of helen Bonham carter's chest Ugh. anyway yeah so uh but you know pretty if you're into the horror genre i mean it was a decent adaptation i mean as yeah. good as good a adaptation as you're gonna see um
0: yeah it was, yeah it, it was it was definitely uh as, as far as like i said as far as being true the book it was very much so, and you know Robert De Niro is really good, and I'm a big fan of, of Kenneth Branagh. As oh, me well, too, so.
1: me too. So uh, all right. So speaking of like uh, uh, being brought back to life, the dead. What well, was you know? Now I'm not a Walking Dead fan, but I know you are. So yeah. the the floor is yours.
0: Okay. Well, uh, last night was the premiere for season three, and uh, just before, I mean, just Walking Dead. It's it's there's 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 no. There's no happy endings. In it really. It's just things are just always really bad and really. But that's the kind of like the, the the what makes it so great is because everything is intense all the time. And last night's episode, you really had this feeling of this intensity the whole time, where they um, the group comes across a, a prison and and they look at and the one lady is pregnant and they say, well, this is this is a great place if we can you know get this place cleared out of the zombies. This is a good place for us to kind of hole up and stay in one place for a little bit. So, um,
1: and is that pretty much what the premise is? They're they're just kind of moving from place to place to remain safe. They
0: were at they were at the same place for most of last season. They found a farm and they stayed there, um, <clears throat> but then at the end of the season, the farm was overrun, and so they had to leave. And so apparently, it's been like all winter now that they mentioned a couple of times had been to you know it, it had like a full season had passed. And so all winter, they'd been pretty much on the run uh, constantly. And everyone's like super tired, even more so than normal. Uh, quite a few of the people in their group had, had died last uh, last season. And so they're just really getting very close to the end of their rope. And they've been hanging on the end of their rope since season one, episode one. Well, you know, it's funny. I'm, again, just as these thoughts come to me, it's
1: that that whole scenario – uh, I mean, that's what you see in Falling Skies. You haven't seen Falling Skies yet, done, right? Yeah. But that's you know what you have there. You know, they're running from the aliens and they're trying to stay one step ahead, and they're exhausted, and they find a place, uh, and then even Revolution to a certain extent, it, yeah. it's.
0: It's yeah, similar. yeah. Revolution hasn't quite gotten there, but you can see that they can easily get there. But I don't know if they're going to go there just because was going to say, oh, you're just completely... Right, and plus it's a smaller group. I
1: mean, I get right. the idea in, in Walking Dead, it's a larger group. Or- they
0: start off with probably close to 10 people, but, you know, like one, two, three, four, like five, six are dead. So they got three... There's probably like six seven people, and then one girl who got separated from them at the end of last season, and she was rescued by I don't know if you've seen the the pictures of the the girl with the two samurai swords, and she has uh oh but I'm liking it yeah oh she's 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 really cool and she walks around she's got two of the walkers or the the zombies chained to her she has chains going she's got them chained to her, and she's cut their arms off and pulled off their lower jaw. Oh. And I'm not sure exactly why – I guess that's probably to ward off. I don't know why that is exactly – we haven't really got explanations why she does that. But um, – so she saved this one girl, and we see them for a little bit in last night's episode as uh, the, the girl who was with the group, uh, Andrea, is is really sick. And so those two move off because Andrea – they find a place, but Andrea says, if I stay here, I'm going to die. So so they move on too. Um but yeah, uh, you know, so they get this prison, and it's you know they they clear off the zombies on the outside. Then they have to sweep the prison to see, make sure because they don't. He says, "I don't want any blind spots. You know, I right. don't want like just to be thinking I'm safe, and all of a sudden a bunch of walkers pop up." And that's, uh, that's they, what they're called, walkers. Mm-hmm, that's okay. what they call them. Yeah, and uh, so they you know they they go, and so they they do discover a, a big group and. Uh, and so, you know, it's just this, this, always this intensity. The, the whole hour, you're just on the edge of your seat, your stomach's in knots. And you're just like, because there's never a moment where they feel secure. They're just always on the run, always watching their back. But they, uh, but they have really come together as a group. They actually, uh, as they're moving through the yard and, and they're kind of whacking the walkers as they go, and there's like six of them there are doing this, and they get into a phalanx, you know, this like you know, Spartan or you know, Greek uh, military formation. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one guy breaks formation, and, and Rick, the leader's like, get back in here. You know, get back in. For-, you know, so it's like really important that they stay in, in formation. And so now we see them becoming much more uh, militaristic. And, and the guy's son, um, who's probably, I don't know how old he is, He's, he can't be more than 12, um, is taking a big role now as, as you know, like last season it was the big thing of teaching him to shoot and the parents didn't want him to, but then the one guy went ahead and showed him anyway. And then, so the kid had a chance last season. uh, He had a a Walker that was like trapped in the mud and he had the gun and he could have killed it right there, but he didn't. And then later on that Walker ends up coming back and killing one of the people in the group. And so since then, now Carl, who's the boy's name is uh, he's, he is really hardcore and he's just a little kid, but he's, gone beyond where now he's becoming more of an adult he's got his dad's old uh, his dad was a police officer so he's got the state trooper hat that he wears all the time and he's slinging the gun yeah. and uh there's a really funny scene because they find like what do you do with a zombie wearing body armor right yeah. because they go to the prison and some of the guards are, are walkers now but they have like their their riot gear on so it's funny because they're like trying to stab them but they're they're having trouble because the guards are in riot gear and everything. So uh, so the the kid tries to put on one of the, the helmets and it you know completely comes down because it's way too big for him. So they have a little laugh at it. But he's he, you know he's not a kid at all anymore. He's he's he's, a, he's pretty much a grown man now. Right, well, I'm guessing that any of our listeners
1: that are you know into this genre are probably already watching it. So uh, you know maybe I'll have to give it a shot. Now what what I did give a shot on your uh, recommendation was Arrow. Yeah. Okay. Now. Has there been more than? I mean, I saw no, a pilot. No, just said the one. Okay. Last
0: last week was um, the
1: the pilot. So. And uh, you know, I I did really you know somebody asked me about that last night. You know when I mentioned I'd seen it and and you know what did you think? I said I really liked it. And and, okay. and you I, could
0: say you didn't like it. You no, actually, I okay. I really
1: did like it. Um, now uh, the only question I have is. Uh, uh, you know is it going to because you know it, what they're laying out there is that he's got this list of people that i guess have committed wrongs i'm assuming against the citizens not necessarily against him or his family right, right.
0: cuz his his dad apparently had was one of the power brokers of the city yeah. and this whole boat trip was in some way i guess a first step of him making up for the the bad things he'd done and you know kind of cleaning up the city which i thought was a uh you know, like a bit of a hokey line in the beginning of it when they're like, you know, I'm going to go back to my city and rid it of the evil. And I was like, really? You know, it like, seemed like that cliche line. But but now I see that, like, literally that's what he's doing because his dad made a list of, you know, people to take out, basically. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, is it, I guess, is it going to just evolve? And hopefully it won't just simply evolve into a, you know, bad guy of the week.
0: Right. Well, I, probably at first they'll do that because you don't want mm-hmm. to start in on this mythology right away. Because right. then, the, if someone misses an episode, they're like, "Oh, well, I'm not going to watch." It. You know, like, it's kind of like Lost. I mean, I think Lost probably maintained a. You know, I mean, they had a lot of people watching it, but I, I don't know if they picked up anyone after yeah. season one. You know, um, um, so
1: nine point one rating on IMDb. That's you know, that's pretty that's pretty high. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, you know, we saw the two Continuum alums. So I think if you right. watch Continuum, uh, you know, spoiler alert here. I think we can now safely say that Travis is probably I, dead. I think Travis is not coming back to Continuum, um, people. He he looks like he's got a steady gig on Arrow. Yeah, So and then uh, Brian Markinson, who uh, is
0: playing the uh, the chief bad guy there. Right. But um, he was only the bad guy of the week, though. So yeah. he can he can um, go back to. Uh, continue yeah yeah um, which i'm sure is what he told him like listen i can't right you know, although keep... they didn't kill him in arrow no they? yeah no, right no. he's still but, alive but he's just he's been ruined but you know, see so. but
1: but see now the way he screamed in this episode that's the way he should have been screaming at carlos <laughs> right and Kier when they screwed up in in continuum yeah. But. but yeah
0: in in continuum he still has to be like a good guy like if you're the bad mm-hmm. guy you can go and scream at your subordinates and right. you know you right. can treat him like dirt
1: but i really didn't think i was gonna like it and and you know it, it's you know there i am and i'm i'm you know watching it down on the couch and it's like Oh wow! Twenty minutes in, and you know it's it feels like yeah. I just started. So. It was
0: it was a great beginning, man. You know, with like he's on the island, and you just like you know running over. And oh the yeah, the, yeah. It was it was cool, man. It, yeah. it's, it brought you in right away, right? It has
1: it has just a great look to it. You know, mm-hmm. I really you know I'm I'm guessing a lot of it's uh, CG and oh for sure, and, yeah. and and I just love that look. You know, like from Sanctuary, and uh, um, you know. So uh, all right, what else you got? What else are you watching?
0: Um, okay, well, uh, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna actually not really talk about Supernatural this week. Okay, well, what, you want <laughs> to jump into uh, uh, Revolution? Yeah, let yeah, um, talk about Revolution. Um, so, But just, you... I will say that Supernatural is awesome. I think I say that every episode, so I'm just going to say it one yeah, more time. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so, uh, so we've got
1: four episodes of uh, Revolution. We're recording on a Monday night, so uh, Revolution...
0: I think ep- episode four is tonight. No, Five. Really- I'm pretty
1: really? sure. Yeah. Um, uh, while, I'll check
0: while we're, uh, while we're vamping here, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but the revolution is, is getting, you know, pretty good. It's it's enjoyable. Um, yeah. Episode, episode four was the
1: plague dogs. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, episode five is going to be tonight, later tonight. So, okay.
0: uh, um, so what do you think so far? Yeah. It's, it's a good show a lot of fun um the yeah you know, the, the dogs was that was kind of a wild little twist last week but also you know killing off a major character already yeah. like that that was that was downright shocking yeah
1: i mean i i guess I'll you know I, it kind of dragged for me a little bit. Uh,
0: and um, Well, last week's did, yeah. And, because they, they stayed in one place almost the whole well, time. Well, and,
1: and I guess my, again, looking at, you know, I took a few notes on it as I was watching. It. I tried, You know, obviously, you know, those of us that podcast for a living, uh, yeah, we <laughs> yeah. wish. Uh, but, you know, when you do a podcast, you, you – you know, you have to take notes and it sort of takes away from, you know, so I think we both try to watch it both ways without notes and, right. and, and taking I, I don't notes. take
0: notes during revolution. Um,
1: just... and, well, I, you know, I took a few, about 50 words, if that, but one of the things I wrote down was like, geez, every time they turn around, something bad happens. It's like, yeah. can't these people just like rest for, and I understand. And that, that's like and,
0: walking dead. You know, yeah. Like and they, I mean, they can't I, catch a break anywhere.
1: Right. And I understand. And, and, uh, you know, television. You've got to you've got to have action. Uh, but again, maybe you don't. Maybe maybe you can develop some character. Maybe you
0: you know you can do some flashbacks. Um, well, I think they do it, but you know, in in bits and pieces, and they know they've got the full season, so you know, it's not like right. we got to hurry up because we only got 13 episodes to right. do now, this. Now,
1: now I really do like the Elizabeth Mitchell, and I I forget her character's name. Uh, storyline now that, you know, she, you know, we don't really learn why she walked away from her family, do we? No, she I'm just, mommy's going for
0: a walk for a month. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, and then yeah you know, we'll be back to, I'm, I'm just foraging for food. It's going to take me about uh, 30 to 60 days to do it. So. Right. But as it turns out,
1: I mean, was she having an affair with his, her husband's brother? Is that what they were kind of yeah, implying? I
0: don't, I don't, I don't think so. I think they're. I mean, we're, we, we're not going to get these answers until we get more knowledgeable about what yeah. is going on, what caused all this to happen in the first place. Uh, you know, obviously she's going off, and uh, her, her husband. You know, there's like I think it's like part of a plan. Like she's, she's got a mission that she has to do. Um, we know she wasn't crazy about leaving the city in the first place, so maybe right. that's part of it. But um, but still, to you know, obviously to leave your kids, that's there's there, there's a got to be really a good reason behind. Okay. We just assume that she's well, got and, and hopefully they won't take
1: too long. I mean, you get you got a you you set a great uh, storyline out there. You you know you need to develop it on a pretty much on a weekly basis. I mean, if they go more than a week with with uh, addressing that without addressing that, then I think that's a mistake. Um, now the other thing I, I put in my notes again is that. Are they going to all continue to be stupid and weak? You know, kill your enemies. You know, I mean, really, it's war. Yeah. And and I mean, and, and we understand that these people are new to war. You know, that that uh, Charlie is uh, what she's supposed to be, 16, 17. Some, yeah, 16, I think. Yeah, and I mean, you know, she's not Katniss Everdeen, although she's certainly becoming, uh, becoming her. Um, so, so we get that, and, and even she's becoming hardened. And, and of course, the uncle uh, Miles, Miles is is like that. But uh, you know, it, it's I don't know. I mean, hopefully, they will learn from their mistakes.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Now, well, t- I mean, they they will, and that's. I think we're kind of seeing that make this transition now. The fringe uh, we see in the uh, not the last episode, but the one before that. Where there's this element of you know holding on to your humanity even in despite of horrible circumstances, yeah. and I think that's part of what Charlie's dealing with is surviving and getting her brother back and all that, but right. still trying to maintain some semblance of of humanity in the middle of these you know mm-hmm. terrible circumstances. Right,
1: but but again, it, it's. I mean, you have to look. Look, they, they. Even though these kids, you know, well, these kids have lived their whole life pretty much in the in the blackout, right? Okay, and you know, I mean, the one scene that I think finally just, you know, had me, you know, screaming at the TV was when the son gets out of the handcuffs. And yeah.
0: Oh, let me help you out. Let like, me help are you, you kidding out. Me? I mean, come on. Fine.
1: Okay. You know, fine. You don't want to bash his skull in with the nearest. Okay. Fine. But to help. Yeah. I, I mean, come on. It's. Yeah. You just can't be that stupid. I mean, yeah. That, you that was
0: a, that was almost defied belief actually yeah. at that point because who would would do that. And yeah.
1: and I understand that. You know, you like the the point you made about retaining whatever semblance of humanity you can and and you, we see that in a lot of these these uh shows, you know, whether it you know, like you mentioned Fringe, I mean certainly this Falling Skies it, it, it happens all the time.
0: Um, you know, Sarah Connor, you know, right. that that uh Well yeah, and, it, and and Walking Dead is is similar in that, you know, these people are you know, you're balancing what you need to do to survive against what you need to do to hold on to that which makes you human um there was actually an episode of walking dead last year. It's one of my favorites where these uh um rick and and uh uh oh, the old dude i can't remember his name but they they, they go to a bar the uh, the guy who opened up his farm to them um who's once had a drinking problem but hadn't had a drink in a long time but i actually something really bad happened so he runs off to the to the local tavern rick goes to find him, and they're in there and these two guys from philadelphia show up and it's like this very kind of suspicious type uh um conversation where uh you know rick doesn't want to reveal that we've got this farm where we're holed up and we're pretty safe and secure there but we're just sustaining the number of people we have there right now like we can't invite anyone else in because there's there's not enough food mm-hmm. to go around, and these two guys from Philly, who are like obviously looking for a place to be secure and safe, especially one where there's there's women, and uh, and it ends up bloody as you you, you, know, as you might you, you might guess. So um, so here it is the classic case of well, survival versus humanity. You
1: know. And- well, you know, and and just maybe this is probably a good a good one to get out on. But the one character that really intrigues me in Revolutionist, and I, again, I I don't know all their names yet, but is the 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 young boy, not, not not the brother, but the boy who's he's he's part of the militia. He's part of the Monroe Army, and he's been trailing them, and. Clearly, he likes Charlie, and she likes him. But he's a bad guy in this. You know, or is he? Or is he? And that, and again, I mean, is he? He's Gaius Baltar. He's he's Matthew Kellogg. I mean, he's the, he's like every
0: character that
1: is just playing both sides. Right,
0: but he seems too like he doesn't. He's not as oily and sneaky. He's as He's not. As or those is he experienced? No, absolutely. But you're right. He he does definitely straddling that line where. Uh, his motives are unclear. He, obviously he's working for the militia, but on the other hand, he's saved Charlie twice now. And, and I something. would
1: I would go back however though and just whoop, that's not the notes uh kill your enemies. Yeah. You know, and uh But but he he saves her quite a bit. So Yeah, he does, but on the one hand, you could probably argue she wouldn't need saving if it wasn't for him. But yeah, we'll we'll let that, that we'll right. we'll uh we'll let that go. Now uh obviously we're both watching Fringe and uh I just saw, gosh, it, it aired Friday night and I finally got around to uh, squeezing in the third episode last night. Sad, sad And uh sad. Well, it was sad, <laughs> but, uh,
0: you know, I'm, I'm, you know, it's, it's really. Um, yeah, it's clicking on all cylinders for sure. And it's, uh, yeah, because it's such a, I mean, it's such a game changer last season with letters of transit, totally turning the whole thing on its head. And now we're in the future and, and uh, you know, Olivia's little girl's all grown up and the world is a complete mess and it's up to the fringe team to really save the world and, you know, just like listen to the, like the fringe podcast and uh, who knows literally anything could happen at this point. Yeah. And, and what I hope doesn't
1: happen. and I think we, I think we were talking about this earlier today is that, you know, the whole thing with the Walters hidden the tapes that will then, you know, uh, lead to executing the plan to rid, you know, rid earth of the observers. I keep wanting to say the overlords. Uh, <laughs> no. You yeah, know, but so hopefully it's not going to be every week we're looking for a tape. And I'm confident it's not going to be the, the writers are, are too good on fringe.
0: Yeah. Well, and there's all kinds of stuff you got to bring in. There's like what happened in that, you know, between the time of, you know, of Etta being captured and her finding her parents again. Right. Um, like who raised her? Yeah. What? How? What's the deal with the observers? Mm-hmm. Where are they from? You know, it's just there, there's so many questions, and I wonder. And we- they only have 13 episodes to do it, so really, yeah, you're right. They can't spend the rest of the episodes from finding a tape. Well, then I think week, it's clear know?
1: there's going to be a season six.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know about that. You heard it here
1: <laughs> first. Um, but but yeah, I mean it's it's. But, but
0: yeah, I, I agree that they that they. Shouldn't and I, I doubt they will do it because you're right, the, the writers for A Fringe are, are way too good to fall into a trap like that, yeah. But I mean, the
1: nice thing is, I think you know, I think we're fairly astute sci fi viewers and we have no idea where they're going, I yeah. Mean, it
0: could be the I mean, it, it's wide open. The speculation out there, if you read it out there, people are saying all kinds of crazy yeah, well, stuff. Well, I mean, and,
1: not to mention when you go back and you think that you know, Walter was the one that you know that, that they went. You know, what way forward in time and, and to, to
0: save Walter, right? right. And Peter,
1: right? And, uh, and and where's William Bell? No, but I mean about the whole thing about the the first people, right? And, oh, right. And, oh, right, 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 and, right. And, and yeah. you know, burying the parts of the machine and, and all of
0: that. And right. it's like,
1: um, yeah, where's
0: the, the ZFT gonna yeah. work into all this? There's, yeah, there's, and, and, and where's William Bell? You know, because now we see, that was Simon, right? It was the guy the the agent whose head is hooked up to the machine? Oh, yeah. Was that? Oh, that was so brutal, man. Yeah, that was just poor Desmond. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, if they found him, obviously, because he was right next to William Bell in the in the amber. So they f- obviously found William Bell. Where is where is he? And and uh, you know, is does he have something to do with the origin of the uh, observers, or you know, or is he out there working for the resistance with one hand? Mm-hmm. Though now I guess he gets to have a, a mechanical Nina hand. Yeah, maybe they can yeah, yeah. have a special moment there with uh, they can compare their mechanical
1: hands. Yeah. Um, and now speaking of mechanical hands, I, mean, uh, yeah, I know you've already seen this. I, I finally got around to watching the, the season two premiere of uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles, and uh, wow. Um, oh oh yeah 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 yeah. You know, oh, that, it's, it took that, me a moment. To that's that's right that. where you know Cameron goes bad after the car yeah, bomb exploded right, That exploded right, right. at the end of season one, and and now she's instead of protecting John, she's out to uh, term- yeah. terminate him. And uh, but they, that's funny how they
0: ended that. Like they clipped that one right, <laughs> right yeah. in the butt. Yeah, you know, like we're not going to go more than one episode with this because well, have I haven't continued. seen episode two yet. So oh, did they not? Didn't no, I say? don't know. I'm just saying. I've only seen season two premiere. At the end of
1: well, well, at the end of... I mean, remember John, he takes out her chip. Right. She and she says, I'm good, right? And then he right, takes the chip out. Right. And then it's like, you know, John, you love me. I love you. Yeah, and they're right. like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Um, and all of that. And then at the very end, when she, when she, Cameron tells uh, uh, Sarah that, you know, if if I ever go bad again, don't allow him to fix me, yeah, you know, right. which I'm not sure even what that... I mean, I know what it
0: means, but it's
1: you know is she you know how how self
0: aware is she how well here's the trippy thing she knows everything that's pretty much going to happen already john Connor oh, right, john- sent her back right. so all these things that are happening right now she's already experienced yeah and so she's experienced them actually for almost like i guess the second time well i mean she hasn't i'm sorry she hasn't okay I forget I said all that. But the thing is, like John Connor sent her back specifically because all these things had already happened. And that's kind of the, the thing that blows my mind about the Terminator is when you think about it, is this kid, John Connor, who's just a sixteen year old kid now, yeah, in the future is the mastermind. He's the right. puppet master. Right. And he's sending people back, and you'll see it more and more in season two, where he's like, Okay, you know, now it's time for you to go back to this point in time and because he knows this is where you were when in my life. This right. is this is what I had you had you had to be at this place at this time yeah. you know like it goes with his uncle too you know he sent back his own father now he sent back his own uncle it's you know it's crazy and you know to to think you know who is that guy in the future like controlling all of this and, and manipulating time itself it's just ooh. yeah well i'm <laughs> looking forward to getting uh back into it now it's that, so uh... good season two is just ridiculous probably one of the I, I mean, I know I'm sounding like a little like exaggeration here, mm-hmm. but you know, maybe literally one of the best seasons of television I've ever seen. Yeah. It is so good. Yeah, and,
1: and to be honest, it's almost I, I I had I had this professor in in college that was talking about uh, I believe it was Sinclair Lewis, uh, but one of his novels that he was saving it. For when he was, you know, when when he was older, that, you right. know, he didn't want to read it. And, and I'm almost like, you know, just want to save it because, you know, it's going to be gone. And now, granted, there's 22
0: episodes, so I guess I can at least yeah, watch yeah, half the season. Yeah, time. So, well, you uh, know, you can always go back and watch it again. <laughs> yeah. I've probably well, the, watched it like three times. And, yeah. you know, like every every couple, you know, every, probably, I don't know if it's once a year, every couple of years, I do like a Terminator rewatch. And yeah. uh that's... Yeah, you know, it's just there's there's so much there. It's so especially the second season is so rich. There's so much stuff that happens, mm-hmm. it's just like it's hard to believe that it's just it's one season. Mm-hmm. And it's even harder to believe that I mean, when you get the end, you are just gonna be floored that Fox canceled the show. Numbers aside, everything rings aside, if I were executive Fox, I'd look at this and say, God, I got we gotta find a way to make this show. Well, the we're other thing the I show, guess I don't understand
1: I don't understand is like w- with a lot of these shows. I mean, do these networks just refuse to sell them to another network? You know, I mean, I don't know how the contract. No, I don't don't know either. But, and I
0: don't, there's always that when a show like that is going down, that's where the rumor mill starts saying, oh, wait, you know, sci fi might pick it up. This, you know, and and it happens sometimes. I remember there was a big buzz when uh, My Name is Earl got uh, canceled. There was a a big buzz at like TNT. Uh, was gonna pick it up, but uh, but no one did. So you know, it's it's always just kind of like the false. But the, but then every now and then it happens. Like the Cougar Town just got picked up by a cable station. So yeah, it, exactly. Like Sarah Connor Chronicles doesn't, but Cougar Town gets a second life. Mm. Go figure. Yeah, it's just it doesn't. It defies any kind
1: of And that might be a good place logic. to stop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unless you got anything else. That's pretty much no, all Well, I'm you know watching.
0: what? The one thing I forgot to say, Hale's real name. Oh. This whole time, I, I let it, the moment slip. So we will end this podcast with a shout-out to Baronet William Haley Francois Santiago from Clan Zamora. And until next time, it's Peace been out. real.